Hi, everybody, and welcome to Season 1, Session 6 of Star Trek Cosme, a Star Trek Adventures game set in the Lost Era. And I'm already worried because I think Dr. Worm is making an appearance, but, um, yeah. Oh, shit, is this not... Fuck, sorry. This is not... Sorry. This is the... That's tomorrow, right? That's, yeah, that's, 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 that would be Sorry, tomorrow. shit. Um, hold on, let me put that away. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Um, I only really okay, have one. Go. Yeah. Oh my god. For the podcast people, just just if you have a chance, just join us one day on YouTube or Twitch, and just just to get the visual gags. But um, the only announcement I've got this week for people is that um, I've actually filled the not lower decks game of Star Trek Adventures. Um, so if you are interested in that game, you can still apply to it. And if somebody needs to drop for whatever reason, I will backfill from that application form. But if all things go well, the ideal start date for a stream will probably be about mid-September, maybe the 18th or the week after that. Uh, so just kind of watch my Twitter, watch my Discord if you're interested in that sort of thing. Uh, very small game like we got going on here, so hopefully a good time. But uh, that's enough for me. Uh, let's get everybody introduce, introduce themselves and their characters, and then we'll get started proper. That's you, Hex. Hex, that's you. Hex. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I keep forgetting that I'm at the top, right? Uh, both both graphically and uh, and uh, uh, staff wise. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I am Professor Hex. Uh, I play uh, Captain Giasakaya, a combination Trill Bajoran um, and lover of jazz. Uh, and um, obscure English idioms and metaphors that 25% of my staff does not understand. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex. I am playing Lieutenant Commander Zaren Tural, the Kasumi's Ilorian Chief of Security. Hello, everyone. My name is Matthew. I play Dr. Talia Shrev. Um, the ship's science officer, a civilian consultant, and an Enar who sees using her telepathy. And I'm Peter. I play Navak, the Denobulan chief of the boat. Very nice. And if you don't know me by now, I guess hi. I'm ELH. Nice for you to be here. I, I, I feel like this would be a very odd episode to join in, but hey, what do I know? We all, we'll always take new people. But I do believe that I'm Mr. hiding in the forward tubes. Oh God damn it, Doctor Worm! How do you keep getting on the ship? It's very easy. I have just uh, reverse engineered the transportation unit, and now I am lying ass first in the uh, proton torpedo chamber. Mm. Okay. Two objections. First, Star Trek does not have proton torpedoes. You're thinking about a different franchise that's infinitely inferior. And next. For all the viewers out there who have no idea what's going on, neither do I. So don't worry, you will understand this game once they stop being who they are. Hey, I'm I'm long dead at this point, so nobody gives a shit. You're a ghoul. You don't you know you could live forever. I could, but I choose not to. Well that got dark. <laughs> Welcome to Doctor Worm, he is very <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Stay in school. Hey, right, troll. You wanna you wanna do your log? Lieutenant Commander Zarin Tral's personal log. 
Stardate 15528.4 Several weeks have passed since our rescue of the refugees on the world of Purgatory, and the dealing with the transmutative Ikor found on the planet. I'll admit to a level of apprehensive tension on my part, as the full nature of what we were dealing with unraveled before us. From the Praetor, to the massed drones, the hive signal from beneath the oceans, and the assimilative properties of the ooze itself. It was too similar to horrors that I can only hope I never have to bear witness to again. If there was to be a modicum of Carthesis from this event playing out, even though I know the structure wasn't of theirs, it came in the form of disgorging a full complement of antimatter warheads into the structure of the orbital skyhook. Thankfully, I don't believe that my mental state through this event was noticed by any of the other members of the senior staff. Not when we had Chief and Box exposure to contend with. After a rendezvous at Deep Space 2 to offload the former inhabitants of Purgatory, the Kasumi once again finds herself in the great reaches of Deep Space. Currently, we're charting your everyday Class 3 nebula. Now, visually, it's a marvel. I've taken to watching the vibrant colors through the windows of Port 5 when off duty. Dr. Sherev and the rest of the astrometrics teams are abuzz with projections showing that one day this will lead into a formation of a supergiant rivaling or even surpassing that of Sirius. Now while this does leave the ship's science teams busy at all hours of all shifts, it has left the other departments with more free time to make use of. To this end, I've been coordinating with Commander Sarid to run the security department through intruder jills. Really, it's just an elaborate mix of the Earth games of hide and seek and capture the flag. But it's keeping everyone involved, engaged, and I think they're having fun with it. Even our esteemed Ensign Rouge is showing some skill here. While his aim with a phaser may be lacking, from what I've seen, not a single member of the crew has actually been able to catch him yet. As a side note, I've had to set a few out-of-bounds locations on the ship I never thought I would have to, such as the lavatories. I'll keep the reason why to myself. Uh, there's no need to set the captain off on another one of those rants about never being able to find one that's available. Again, computer and log. Very nice, and you may have one momentum for that, and I believe with chat earlier, you're now at two momentum, and I do also see the evil Q powers, so that will be coming. But we're going to start today's episode in the Kasumi's conference room, where all of the senior staff has currently gathered and is midway through a early breakfast, maybe early lunch, maybe a brunch, however you would care to flavor it, but it's your typical sort of stand-up meeting. And yeah, I think as everybody takes a seat, I think Sarid kind of uh, pours themselves a uh, cup of hot joe and sits down and goes, uh, who made the coffee today? That would be me. Uh, apologies if it's uh, a little strong. And you see Sarid, you know, just a part of the, the helmet-like structure open up just a little bit 
and they take a sip. They kind of do not a smacking of the lips, but kind of a clicking sound and go, hmm, did you use a Colombian brand? I just used what the mess hole gave me, actually. Um, hmm, then that would definitely be wake. a Columbia 62. And Shrub just sort of leans back and rubs the dark bruises under her eyes. Is that good? Oh, it's very good. You've actually made a, um, a good cup of coffee. It's caffeinated. That's that's really what matters. <clears throat> and Doctor L. Take a long swig. I think Doctor L. sort of narrows his eyes and looks over at Sarid and says, "Wait, wait a second. You're kind of a spider person, right? I, I mean that in the good way." Sarid goes, "Yes, Doctor. I suppose you could reduce it that way. Aren't spiders? Don't you guys get drunk on caffeine? Like, isn't coffee bad for you?" And I think Sarid winces, and then looks very hesitantly at the captain. Yes? Oh, just saying how you are, sir. Is there something on my face? No, nope. I'm totally not stalling because I don't want to answer a question. I'm sorry, what was the question? Exactly. What just happened? Captain, are you all right? Do you do you need some strong coffee? Uh, which one are you again? I think that's going to be a yes. Shrev will just get a very large mug of black coffee. I don't think I've ever seen this room before. Okay, just handing it over. Captain, do you, uh, do you, do you need something coffee oh right right yeah, yeah. no Thank i you. know that you're you're a tea person but i think you need it ah oh okay right captain starship yes staff meeting good great yeah okay so um Troll, how goes your um, uh, intruder drills? At last report, it's still ongoing. They're having some difficulty catching the other team that Commander Sarid set up. I don't think this is tea. It's very thick for tea. It shouldn't. Would you like me to fetch you some tea, Captain? What's it? Who is he again? What's his name? Nabok, Captain. Sorry, I was. Uh, yes, yes, Nabok. Please get me some tea uh, as soon as possible, and um. Make sure it has a lot of the go fast juice in it. Very good, Captain. Thank you, Nebik. Nabak. Right. 
is, is there tea in the room or am I going to have to call down to the galley? I mean, there's a replicator in here that you could attempt to get the tea from. I'll try that. Very good. Here's the complication the chat gave you. Oh, you no. key in the order for, I don't know, Earl Grey, some variant of tea. And it does begin to replicate tea, but not in the fashion that you're going to like. It does not manifest a mug. It does not manifest a cup, a tray, nothing of the sort. Instead, it quite literally just begins squirting like a squirt gun out of the replicator, not only onto you, but onto Troll as well. Oh, oh okay. Uh, uh, so, Troll, could you please throw me a mug while I attempt to turn this off? Troll, just grab one and try hand it over. So, Navak will take the mug and kind of hold it in front of the, front of the, the stream, stream as he's like furiously pressing buttons on the control panel. Yeah, and you, it, it's not going to be a roll required, but you stop the stream of tea. And as soon as you do, um, there's actually a puff of smoke from the replicator. And then it sort of chimes that it is now broken. In fact, the lights light up red. Mm, well, there, there's something else to um, <clears throat> add to the list. Captain, here is your tea. As I stand there dripping tea. Thank you. Um, you might want to go have a wee dry off, perhaps. Uh, yes, I can uh, go handle that. You're such moist, yeah. Yes. Cheers. That's better. I wonder why the other tea tasted like shite. And Dr. Sharev is just going to lean across the table towards uh, Dr. Rell. Um, doctor, I, I don't mean to tell you how to do your job, of course, but um, when was the captain's last physical? You know, that's a good question, Captain. When was your last physical? I mean, I know I gave you an exam when you came aboard, but I don't think I've done a full physical on you. Hmm? Hmm. I guess that answers that question. And Dr. Rell uh, pulls out a medical tricorder and starts to scan the captain. And uh, not to ruin the bit, but is there anything actually wrong with the captain at this point? Yes. Oh? Would you share with the class? So, um... So, uh, Jessica, right? Mm. Um, what's the current year of uh, 2338? 2338. Okay, let me just hold on a second. Mm. Gonna check my space math here. Uh -huh. Okay, uh, yeah, the, the captain is going through menopause oh well that would explain many things actually and I which think among among other symptoms includes a little yeah. bit of brain fog yeah i, I my mother my mother i in real life my mother does the same thing so it makes more sense to me now so i think dr rell tactfully kind of gets that reading back and goes oh 
Um, well, Captain, you're perfectly fine, but I would definitely recommend coming by and seeing me in sickbay later. I might have a hypospray that will get rid of some of those symptoms for you. Uh, what symptoms? Exactly. Right, okay. Um, we'll do that afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so, uh, Troll, how are your um, intruder drills going? Right. Uh, as I said, they're still ongoing one of the teams is having difficulty in tracking down and capturing the team that Commander Sarid established. Mm -hmm. Is that that's good? Depends on which team you're rooting for. Is it really hot in here? Not particularly. No one else feels that. It's it's burn. It's. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm on fire. Well, it's always too hot on Federation starships for me. I, I grew up on the Andorian ice fields, so if you want to lower the temperatures by five degrees, I would be wholly in favor of it, Captain. I'm. I'm not sure I can do that for everyone. I think there'd probably be a riot. We are the captain, and Starfleet is a something of a military dictatorship. So. I'd take a little bit of umbrage to that, but I don't want to rock the boat, as it were. It's your boat to rock, Captain. Oh, I see. So you, you, you understood that one, did you? Well, it, it is technically a ship. I've been, I've been looking into the figures of speech since you employ them so often. Also, I had to know what a boat was in context, since we are, and she turns over to... Uh, the cob dealing with uh, the chief of the boat so it's just logical yes well as a reminder we this room is also i can isolate it from the rest of the environmental systems if you just want this room cooler for now yeah that would be great all right nabok because i find it funny control and engineering difficulty of zero just don't roll complications. You have one job, no 20s, no red marks, just to control engineering, what you're good at. Okay, good. You've got a point of momentum. Very good. How low would you like to lower the temperature? Five degrees? Ten degrees? You talking Celsius or Fahrenheit? Oh, yeah. I guess I should have qualified. Because <laughs> uh, that makes a difference. Let's go with centigrade. So let's go between, what is that, two or five centigrade? Uh, let's do three. Okay, so a little, a little bit chilly, and the effect is actually pretty rapid. You know, the beauty of uh, the Ambassador class starship is that it's kind of cutting edge, and it is actually one of the very few ships in the fleet that can do this right now. But Kaya, you do feel, even though I know most of it is your biology, you would at least feel the cool effect of the air trickling in and making things a little bit more comfortable for you. Uh, okay, good. Great, good. Okay, I'm going to um I'm going to drink this tea because my mouth feels like the bloody goby. 
um, and the rest of you, just tell me about what your departments are up to, okay? So. Well, the engineering department is um, working as well as can be expected. We've been, well, um, fixing the one shuttle that was, um, how shall I put it, um, in need of special attention. It, it has been repaired. So doctor, if we ever have to use it again, there's no need to worry. It, it will be in ship shape. Um, I looked up that idiom. That's, um, that's, that's good. It makes no sense because again, as we've established, it was always going to be ship shaped unless it suffered a hull breach, but yes, but you know, learning some of these terms is helpful then you know what any of the other crew if they happen to say it in your presence are talking about i would find it infinitely more helpful if they just spoke plainly but it would be but who am i to judge naval tradition and all that uh but anyway um we are continuing work on the shuttles we have repaired the damage done in the conference room from any of the igor and all that we also seem to be having recurring problems in the lavatories. I don't know if we have a prankster on board or... Oh, speaking of the lavatories, where's the nearest one? Actually, two corridors down to the left. Great, excuse me. Kaya runs out. Get up and, and, yeah. But uh, the moment Kaya's out of the room, I think Sarid sighs and looks down at the cup of coffee and says, whatever, if... She's going to be like that. Doc, do you, you, you sure she, she'll be all right? Yes. And Dr. Rell says, yeah, it's, it'll be fine. Right. Uh, don't need to assume command then. Great. Uh, what about you, Dr. Shrev? What's going on with you? Oh, um, and she rubs her eyes and takes another sip of coffee. Um, personally, I'm a little bit tired. The science department has been pulling double shifts, analyzing this nebula, but uh, it's been really rather fruitless. It's just an average nebula, composition, standard, hydrogen, particulate matter. It may aggregate in st a standard process of stellar formation into a supergiant star in roughly two to three billion years, but um, I suppose we'll have to wait to find out. Um, the only abnormality is that uh, there are small pockets of ionized hydrogen that would be indicative of a D-class star, but um, no such star actually exists in this area. So we're trying to figure out what possibly could have caused that. Otherwise, it's um, it's really rather dry. Not uh, not what I signed on for on this mission, but um, a nice change of pace, I suppose. Doctor, if I may point something out, you just use an idiom. Doctor, uh, and she turns over to Rel. Is you asked the captain to see you in sick bay, which indicates to me that there was something wrong with her. Is it possible that it's some kind of contagious symptom or ailment? Doctor Shrev blushes a little bit bluer as he scratches the side of his cheek. Uh, for you, no, you don't have to worry about this for another 30, 40 years. I think you're okay. But uh, no, you, you did kind of indicate that uh, fruitless nebula aren't all nebula fruitless. 
That's not really a metaphor or a figure of speech. It's more of a term. Show of hands who who thinks it's a, and you know, Rel raises his hand. All right, well, hey, I got one support. It's not like I have some kind of objection to figures of speech. It's just that human idioms are confusing, generally. I mean, ship shape. That doesn't make any sense. Fruitless does. It hasn't borne any fruit. Okay. Uh, Dr. L, you have anything to report? Uh, no, Lieutenant Commander. Uh, everything is well in medical. And right as he says that, you actually get a calm to the conference room. And it is from Ensign Rouge to Lieutenant Commander Troll. Go ahead, Ensign. Uh, I know you said you didn't want to be bothered, sir, but... Um, we have a unique situation developing, and I thought you might want to grab the other senior staff and come have a look. What's your location? I'm on deck three, subsection four. I'll be on my way shortly. Very good. We'll contain the problem best we can. Right, draw out. So Charles yeah, just gonna look at the other senior staff assembled. So should we go see what this is about? It would break up the monotony. There is that. I think uh, Sarid kind of stands up and says, right, uh, I will take command of the bridge for the time being until the captain is uh, cured, doctor, was it? Um, as, soon as, the doc as soon as the captain is ready to return to duty, maybe I'll, uh, I'll let them know what's gone on. I appreciate that, Commander. All right, well, uh, unless the captain wants to run back in, meeting adjourned. As you head down there, I'm going to make a quick stop by my quarters, Commander, if that is all right to um, remove this uniform that has been inundated with tea. That'll be fine. So we're going to skip ahead just a little bit and give me one moment to finish prettying up the map because I had things on the wrong layer. So 10 minutes after everyone has left the conference room, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Captain Kaya comes back in. The, uh, the door panel slides open and she says, um, as she's adjusting her uniform, right, now that that's settled, where were we? There's nobody in the conference room. Bullocks. Okay, meeting adjourned. All right. Now, of course, Captain, if you swing by the bridge or you decide you want to enter in the scene, just let me know. But we're going go to go to... I would head back to the bridge. Yeah. Back to the bridge. All right, so Sarit will fill you in. Basically, there's something going on on deck three. But since the other three are ahead of you, we're going to go to a corridor in the lower side of the saucer section where what you see is that in sort of a junction where multiple turbo lifts come in and this area sort of serves as a hub for places other than, you know, the bridge, uh, the conference rooms, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's not like the Enterprise D where just one turbo lift can go anywhere. You kind of have to stop at hubs like this in order to get to the rest of the ship. It's a design flaw, but it's the best they've managed to come up with so far. 
In any event, what really matters is not so much the fact that you are at a nexus of these turbo lifts, is that the space between them, where the turbo lift control room is, is filled with ionized gas from the nebula. And it's currently being maintained by a series of force fields, but the security personnel on both sides of the force field, you know, where the three of you, Troll in the Box, Shrev, are currently standing, and then on the other side of the room where Rouge is and a few other security members, they're all just sort of looking very warily at the force field as the gases sort of swirl inside. Doctor, can you get a reading of the gases? See what uh, we're dealing with? Of course. Um, Mr. Nabok, do you have any idea how the gas could have entered the ship in the first place? She'll ask as she withdraws a science tricorder and begins to scan it and it for its composition. Uh, one would think we'd need a hull breach. There are some methods in which some things could enter the ship without breaching the hull. Um, could be through one of the heat induction ports. Um, but generally, those are further back in the ship uh, towards the engines. So it is a little odd that it would be here. But if it did enter through, say, the impulse manifold, it could have traveled through some of the APS conduits to this juncture. It's purely hypothetical, of course. Hmm. Also, some kind of error with the Bussard collectors, perhaps. It could, it, there could be an error with the Bassard collectors that had to travel farther, but yes. And then stepping towards the force field, eyeing it somewhat warily, uh, her antenna locked on the, uh, the swirling maelstrom of gas. Um, mm -hmm. Do I detect anything using my uh, telepathy? So All right, the telepathic so let's, side? Be, let's be very clear here. It's telepathy, not empathy. Or empathy, yes. yeah. And it's more the, the Enar trait of being able to see telepathically. Okay. Then, interestingly, what you're going to sense with your te your telepathy, your telepathy, is that almost like how if you were to go to any water source that isn't like distilled water on Earth, you're going to find like microbes and other things in the water. It's very, very faint, but you're detecting something similar here in the nebula where it is some form of microscopic or something that is just so utterly small that your sensors missed it initially. Hmm. Um, can I further refine the tricorder now that I'm approaching the field and I see that, uh, almost like a telepathic imprint of these beings, uh, to potentially detect them yes. and run a scan? I'd, I'd let that happen, yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a Reason Science, difficulty of two. Um, but I will say, since you are sensing them uh, using your mind, I'll actually reduce that to a difficulty of one. So sensor operations focus. Three successes, meaning you get two momentum back. So this gas is the same gas of the nebula. Now, I know that seems obvious, but you're also detecting something different, and that's what matters. You are detecting a slight ionic shift that would indicate that this has been beamed recently. Oh. And she would motion for Commander Troll to step forward. Commander, you recall that I said in our meeting that there was a strange ionization of the hydrogen inside the nebula. Yes, I remember. That ionization field that we detected has been further modulated 
it seems to be indicative of transporter activity. I believe that this pocket of gas was beamed on board the ship. Hmm. Beamed, you say? Let's see. From GM, from where we are, mm-hmm. do we have a computer terminal that's at easy access? Unfortunately, I don't think there's one readily available, but again, Ambassador-class Starship, they do have some of the features of the Enterprise-D that we see, which means that you could go to a wall and interface somewhat with a computer there. In that case, Troll's going to go to one of the wall mounts Mm -hmm. and is going to attempt to see if there have been any authorized or unauthorized transports aboard the ship within the last hour. All right, very good. Uh, Why don't you roll me a, let's call this a insight and security difficulty of two. I'm going to use one momentum for a third die. And investigation. Would apply. That's three successes. Very nice. You're capped on momentum. Well, I guess you get that momentum right back, so you're at five still. Um, You're going to see two things. The first is that, yes, there's actually signs that the transporter has been used several times in the past hour. And the curious thing is that it's to different parts of the ship, one of them being the corridor you're in currently, but you're also seeing things that are in out-of-the-way areas that probably nobody's just stumbled upon yet. But you're seeing about four potential further pockets of this ionized gas. I think with this information, Troll's going to call up to the bridge to Commander Thread, not knowing that the captain may be back. Okay. So I think what happens is as you come up to the bridge, who answers is actually going to be the captain, not Sarid. Yes, hello? Uh, Captain, it's Taral. I'm sending you several locations on the ship. I need to have security teams sent to those locations. Aren't you the security person? And coordination mostly is from the bridge, where I am not. Oh. What the hell? You're not. I thought you were here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got your coordinates. I'll send those over and get those people down there. Good. Right. right. Good. Can someone... Does anybody know where these things are? Who's good with coordinates? Anybody? Just hear Sarid in the background. I'll, I'll do it, sir. Great, yeah, take him off the plants. God, it's hot up here. Doc, where the hell are you? And with that, I think the transmission to the bridge cuts out. <sighs> I do not want to deal with this. Uh, and Dr. Shrev will raise a hand attentively. I don't mean to add to your burden, Lieutenant Commander, but um, there is another matter to consider. There appears to be some form of hitherto undiscovered microbial life 
within the ionized matter of the nebula. Our ship's sensors weren't refined enough to detect it, but I can get faint telepathic impressions of their presence. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're sapient, but a combination of my various senses and the tricorder scans have suggested that there's life in this nebula, as fantastical as it seems. That is not anything I would have expected to encounter. I must admit that with uh, the work we've been doing, I'm ashamed we haven't discovered it earlier. I apologize. Your department's not under my purview. You have no need to apologize to me, Doctor. Well, then I suppose I'll direct that apology to the captain when I next see her. I think Terrell's going to turn back to the cloud with the force fields. All right. So anyone have some thoughts on how to potentially remove this so we can gain access? Remove the cloud. Well, we could attempt to use the same method in which it was brought here and attempt to beam it back. But that would require either going to a transporter room and well actually we can just coordinate from here it's not that difficult never mind overthinking it so well that might solve the problem i would be concerned about the microscopic life forms even if they are merely some kind of amoeba i think we should study them we don't know necessarily how they were transported or if we could beam them back to their native environment safely Valid point. We could always construct a canister of a sufficient volume for the matter to go into and then use the environmental system to relocate it. A vacuum, as it were. That could work. I think I, I think I see how that connects. That's it's an interesting, not quite a figure of speech, but I, I see the metaphor, as it were. Yes. Mm. So while all of you are talking, I think the uh, security team on the other side of the field is kind of doing their own thing. Like they can hear you, um, but they're trying to do their own sort of thing. And I'm actually going to spend two threat to create the complication that um, before any of you can really do anything about it, uh, the force fields begin to flicker and otherwise lose power, meaning that in probably less than a minute, you're going to lose containment uh, of the gas itself. All right, we need a container for this and we need it now. Is there a replicator nearby? There is. Okay. I'm going to replicate a, as much as I can, a large enough container to not compactly, but obviously in a smaller space, but contain the volume of the cloud if possible. If I have to use more than one container. Then... So be it. I got gotcha. you. Uh, this is going to be interesting and introduce a little bit of randomness. Go ahead and roll me a challenge dice, please. 
Just one? Just one, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, you rolled an effect. That's not... Well, it's funny, but it's it's not good. Um, is the replicator blowing up in my face again? Well, it's not blowing up in your face, more but it is tea. squirting more tea at you, yes. <laughs> so you go over and you go canister, bucket, whatever, and then just tea. Just tea everywhere. Oh, Earl Grey, hot! <laughs> Fire ban. I am going to uh, furiously start pressing buttons again. I'm spending two threat. The stream becomes larger. Lieutenant Commander, should we evacuate this deck? Or at least this section of the ship? I would suggest it at this point, Doctor. Let's get everyone out of this section of the ship. I want level 10 quarantine fields set up. And he's going to be shouting that over to the other security team as well. Mm -hmm. So you see the other security team pulling their people back. You all pull back and just in time, as soon as the doors close and the new set of force fields uh, springs in the action, um, the initial force fields fail and the gas of the nebula fills the space almost instantly. Um, but what that does mean is that it does automatically trigger the ship to go into yellow alert. Um, so we're just going to briefly go to the bridge at this point because there's a few things I want to handle. Um, so Kaya, at this point, you know, the uh, good doctor has been by. He's given you a shot to deal with some of the side effects. But again, you make the ultimate call on how effective that shot is. Um, however, when yellow alert goes off, um, I'm curious, what is Kaya's reaction to this? Um, she'll be a little surprised. She'll kind of look up and, and she's still sort of like massaging her temples and kind of like, you know, doing those sort of kind of soothing gestures, you know, when you don't f terribly feel well. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, status report. Uh, and Sarit kind of looks at her console. It looks like we have a containment breach down on deck three. It looks like evacuation orders have been issued. A containment breach? Yes, sir. Um, according to the logs, apparently some part of the nebula has found its way onto the ship. Oh, uh, that's all we need. Great. Uh, uh, where are the uh, where are the locations of uh, Tral and uh, Nabak? They appear to be literally one door over from where the containment breach is, sir. I knew it. Is uh, Sheriff Delosu there as well? Uh, I am seeing a uh, life sign that's usually hers, yes. Right. All right. Um, Sarid, take command. I'm heading down there myself. Yes, sir. And they do hesitate just a little bit as you sort of stand up and start to make your way, and they're looking very, very carefully at how you're walking, making sure you're not, like, wobbly on your feet, but as long as you make it to the turbo lift without falling over, I think Sarid's going to let you go and uh, otherwise abscond down to see the others. So she'll get to the turbo lift door, and then she'll stop, 
and then she'll stand there for an unusual amount of time and then turn around slowly on her heels. How do I... Which... Is there a button, or...? Uh, yes, panel to the right of the door. Right, but which... Which one? Third button on the left. Right, I knew that. I was testing you. Very good. Carry on. And she'll get inside the turbo lift and very carefully, one, two, three, pop the button. All right. So the moment Kai is off the bridge and Sarid takes the chair, I think she's going to kind of hit the armrest and go, uh, Doctor, uh, you're still in sick bay, yeah? I, I am, yes. What the hell did you give the captain? Well, uh, gave them something to handle their symptoms. Why? Because I think you made her worse. Well, that only happens in point zero 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 one percent of the population. Oh, I forgot to account for the fact she's Trill. Oh. Where's she headed? Out of character. Uh, where would Kaya be headed? Well, I pressed the. I presume that I pressed the right button to go down directly to where the the containment breach is happening. Okay. So you know, Sarit says, uh, "Looks like they're headed down to deck three. Right. Uh, I'm gonna be there. Make sure the captain doesn't eat any oranges. Okay. Bye." And then Sarit just kind of, as the transmission cuts off, she kind of goes, "Why oranges? What? What oranges? What?" In any event, uh, we're just going to reuse the same map because I don't have, I only have so many corridors, but if you will just imagine the fact that, you know, you guys are in safety at this point. Um, and as you're trying to figure out what to do next uh, is when out of a nearby turbo lift is when the good captain arrives. I think that as the captain's moving out of the turbo lift, first thing to be heard would be control. Chief, can you get an environmental reading within the sealed off section yes i can just take me a few moments after i access the computer to them all right so nabak i would like you to roll me a control and engineering for reasons that will become apparent even if you fail i need this to be a difficulty of four and if you have anything related to talent such as i know my ship or if you have anything related to maintenance and diagnostics that would also apply well, I have Starship Construction mm -hmm. as a focus. Uh, and I also have, as a talent, Maintenance Specialist. Ooh, let's take a look um, at Maintenance Specialist, because that actually might give you something here. When uh, performing maintenance, reduce the difficulty by one. I'm going to give it to you, because I think this is one of those situations where maintenance would be a key factor in this, so it would only be a difficulty of three. Okay. Well, I'm still going to, if it's all right with everyone use a momentum to buy an extra die and you do three. have full momentum so yeah. that is thanks to chat and i do see that evil chat as well so do not worry that is coming oh the evil chat or do you just mean chat sometimes they're nice no it's not emergency medicine yet revan you're performing emergency medical procedures on the ship mm -hmm. i mean everything's an emergency if you're scared shitless it is. Um, okay. All right. Hey, there's the three successes you need. 
So, Nabok, I have good news and bad news. Which would you like first? Let's hear the bad news first. Bad news. Computer core. One of the areas of the ship that apparently there's now nebula gas. And the gas appears to be causing a degradation in the stability of the core. But there is good news. Uh, yeah. The replicators, you have found the problem for them. What is it? Well, it seems that you have a prankster aboard because when you trace back the program that's running the replicator, you basically find a um, a jack-in-the-box, if you will. And it just says, love Utopia Planitia. I'm going to open up that program and just be like, Oh, he knew I was getting on this ship. All right. Well, we'll solve that problem later now that I know where it came from. Uh, uh, Commander, um, we seem to be having um, computer issues that may get worse. The gas has found its way into the computer core, and if not dealt with in a timely manner, will cause a cascade isolinear failure. No. Hello? Hello? Oh, Captain. Can you... I can't... I don't know which one of these opens the door. I'm going to reach over and push the button to open the door. Oh, thank Christ. I thought I was going to asphyxiate now. Right, so, and she sort of points towards the um, the contained nebula, nebulous gas. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be there. No, it shouldn't. Right, step one, confirmed. That is not a regular part of the ship. So, draw, lower the force field. Captain? You heard me. Bring the force field down. Cap- Captain, I have to most strenuously object. The ionized hydrogen... Are, are you Are you alright? Who the bloody hell are you? I'm your chief science consultant. I find that very hard to believe. You've got, you've got the daily boppers. You get that, and she'll reach up towards her antenna, and they sort of scrunch downwards. What is something wrong with my antenna? Troll. My chief science officer is a Vulcan, and we all know this. Why are you looking at me like that? What's wrong with you people? Which ship are we on? Are you are you trying to pull my leg? No, Captain, I would never pull your leg. Alright. We're on the bloody facile. Mm. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Captain, but we're not. All right, genius. Then what boat are we on? 
this is the um, Kasumi captain. Never heard of it. Well, it is rather new, but you are its commanding officer. Uh, I don't think that's true. No one would ever let me within stone's distance of commanding a starship. Oh, Christ. Oh. That, it's funny. It's good. It's a good one. As I said, Captain, I'm not pulling your leg. I think as they're talking, Tural's going to take a step to the side, TAFCOM badge. Mm. Tural to Ensign Rouge. Uh, yes, sir. What can I do for you, sir? I need you to escort the captain to sickbay. Uh, it'll take me a few moments to route around the gas, sir, but I can be there in a few moments. Is everything all right? Possibly, possibly not. Very well. I'll pick up an extra phaser in case I have to throw one. Is this replicator still working? I, I would leave it alone at this moment, Captain. Wait, what's wrong with that? It's down for maintenance. Oh, I see. Uh, did, did, did Victor tell you that? He doesn't know a thing about the bloody replicators. Yeah, well, let me show you how it's done. Uh, computer, uh, give me... Um, what the hell? Uh, three oranges. Because I did say, don't let her have oranges. And you guys don't, don't have any this. idea. <laughs> three oranges appear. See, it's fine. Right. Anybody want one? Yeah. Citrus. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Uh, before you, Captain, could I just take a quick scan? She'll open up her tricorder, That's even though it's a science tricorder, and attempt to scan her. I'm, I'm sure it's a perfectly normal orange. You don't have to do that. I no. want to I want to spend two of our momentum to create a complication, I suppose. Sure, what you got? The replicated oranges look like oranges, but mm -hmm. any scan or opening them, they're actually giant orange grapes. Ah. Very important distinction. So yeah, Kai, I think as you start to peel and you maybe bite into it, you don't taste orange. You taste like a like a green grape. I did say this replicator was down for maintenance, Captain. First of all, stop calling me that. You know very well I'm the first officer. Secondly, this orange tastes like shite. I think it's Not about that 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 Rel comes running around the corner, sees the captain with a with an orange, what he thinks is an orange, and goes, No! No, don't captain, don't eat that! No! And what, he like does like a superhero like run down the corridor as fast as he can and literally flying tackles the captain into the bulkhead to get rid of the orange. Ah, bloody hell, what are you doing? I'm saving your life, Captain. If you no, eat an orange, you could go into anaphylactic shock. You're gonna break my other leg. Oh no, um, Captain, your your other leg is is we, we've talked about, and it kind of looks at the rest of you. Did she regress? Did, did does she think she's somewhere else? Yes, she okay. thinks she's the first officer on the facile. Okay, so that zero point zero zero whatever chance did happen. Okay, uh, hey you, whipping boy, and <laughs> Ensign Rouge. <laughs> that's when Ensign Rouge comes around the corner. 
Uh, yes, you. Um, you're gonna help me take the captain to sick bay, and uh, well, I, well, hold on, hold on. What does this have to do with citrus fruit? Well, it it has to deal with how you metabolize when you have citrus. Has everyone gone completely mad? No, Captain. Unfortunately, I believe you're the one that's gone a little bit bonkers. I'm not the bloody captain. I'm the first officer. Well then, XO, I need you to report to sickbay for a medical checkup. Fine. If that will convince you that I'm not the captain of the of the 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 Kachimi or whatever the bloody vessel is called, right? Okay, fine. Great. I'll come with you. But you have to promise whatever else I decide to eat today, you're not going to try to cripple me when I try to chew it. I can't make any promises. No oranges. No citrus at all. Fine. But if I get scurvy, this is on you. Seeing as it is a grape, Captain, you can at least have this back. Oh, it's all... It fell on the floor. So... Was it... This one was in my hands. You handed it to me. Well, I, I'm sorry. At this point, I don't I, even I, know that. I understand that, could... that you are all Starfleet officers, but why am I the one who has to try to impose some semblance of order to this situation? We have people beaming nebular gases into the ship, and containment feels mysteriously failing. I don't think this is the time to be concerned about the captain's unusual condition. Can we please remove her to sickbay? Will someone put this stranger in the brig? Please. They shouldn't be walking around like this. And I, I think Edson Rouge at this point, like, kind of just very gently takes your arm, Captain, and goes, all right, XO, we'll, we'll do that. I'll, I'll have my men do it. And he kind of winks at Troll. But uh, I, come on, let's, let's go to sickbay. All right, all right, stop tagging. Fine. And Rel just sort of sighs very heavily, and right before he leaves, he turns to Troll and says, chain of command on this is clear. Um, since I'm going to be in sickbay, it means you and Sarit are in charge. So whatever's going on is in your hands, Commander Troll. I'm trying to figure it out. with that i think that's where we're going to take our five to ten minute break but we'll be back shortly everybody stick around oh one thing for you guys on twitch i will be running an ad so don't freak out but uh we'll be back shortly welcome back everybody if you're just tuning in well there's a bit of a pickle aboard the uss Cosme. Apparently, the not so average or the average nebula is anything but average in that parts of it are mysteriously beaming onto the ship and otherwise eating away at the computer core. And if that wasn't bad enough, well, the captain's kind of going through a thing right now. So it's up to Troll and the gang to figure out how to fix the situation. So, Troll, we resume maybe moments after the captain has been taken to sick bay. What is it you do before Dr. Worm? presumably comes walking through the nebula gas because that seems like a Dr. Worm thing to do. I think that at this point, Troll wants to get reports from the security teams that he sent out to take a look at these other instances of the nebula having been beamed on board. Okay. 
So for that, I'd like you to roll me a presence security uh, difficulty of two, please. going to spend one momentum for a third die. Okay. And Starfleet Protocol be an applicable focus? I'd give it to you, yeah. Alright, that is only one success, unfortunately, which means you can either fail outright or you can succeed with a complication. Oh, this is Kasumi. Let's succeed with a complication. Succeeding with a complication, aye. So the complication is your teams are doing their best to manage and scan and otherwise get a feel for why these things are beaming aboard and things of that nature. But the complication is that they are slowly being forced to the center of the ship. If, if you will imagine um, sort of a spiral uh, forming, like if you were to spin water very quickly, a vortex sort of begins to form in the middle, sort of like a cyclone effect. You're sort of seeing that same sort of spiral pattern occurring with the way the gas is advancing. And at the center of everything is the fact that the security team at the computer core is reporting that the containment fields protecting the computer core are rapidly degrading. So is this an instance of more gas is entering the ship, or is it just what's already on is coalescing towards the center? Both. So, just for clarification then, does that mean that more gas is being beamed onto the ship? Where is the excess gas coming from? That's a good question. Now that is not something you would get with that task, but if Shrev or Nabok wishes to roll me something, we can maybe get that answer. Sure. Um, I'll roll. Try to do a scan. Um, Reason engineering difficulty of one. And that is after including for your maintenance specialty. So, okay. Um, computers wouldn't help here if it, since it's in the computer core or. I'd actually give this. I, I'd give you computers, actually. Yeah. Okay. Three successes. Very nice. You get two momentum. So, Nabok, it's the strangest thing that, you know, I mean, obviously there was the joke program with the replicator, but there's something different. I, I wouldn't call it a virus, but I also wouldn't call it just a benign program. There seems to be a program running on the buffering system of the transporters that is, well, for lack of a better term, pulling those pockets of gas that Shrev mentioned way back at the beginning of the episode. Um, Commander, I seem to have solved at least part of the mystery. Um, there is a program running an active memory on the transporter buffer that is constantly bringing gas into the ship. Um, I'm going to check now to see if I can discover where this program may have come from, or at the very least, when it started. Uh, so I will inform you when I know more, but that is that is what I have at this moment. If you can, before that, I want you to try and clear the memory out of the transport buffers. If Purge we can stop, 
if we can stop any more from coming on before investigating why, I think that would probably be prudent. Uh, if I may, considering that somebody has already apparently subverted our systems, might they not have anticipated that? Could there be some other program in the system that could, I don't know, adversely affect the transporters or other systems if we tried to interfere with the first? Well, it's always a possibility, but I can do an extra scan to see if I can find anything that will slow me down. But I would say out of characters, if you give me one momentum, I will answer that question truthfully. I would like to do that. Okay. Best you can tell, there are no bo- no uh, no booby traps on the program. You could just turn it off or erase it or whatever you want to do with it, and it shouldn't affect anything else. All right. Well, it does look like I am able to purge that. So if you'd like, I can do that now. Please do. All right. And, of course, the moment you do, uh, you are beginning to see that the intake of the nebula gas has ceased. What exactly about the gas is causing the shields to fail? Given what we know of nebular gases such as this and their composition, there shouldn't be any effect to Federation containment fields. So can we determine what it is that's actually adversely affecting them? I think you can, but you're going to have to get main computer access, which at the moment is kind of a problem. Yes. Then would it be possible for me to transfer the data that I gathered from my refined scans on the life forms inside the, uh, the nebular cloud to mm-hmm. sickbay to have them analyzed because I recognize as a character I don't have those kinds of skills mm-hmm. and ask the doctor if he could determine the nature of these creatures, whether they pose a threat to us, whether they could potentially harm the ship, or they might be the cause of some of the damage that's being inflicted. That's, again, beyond my abilities. Or I would actually turn to Nabok um, and ask him to do that, considering he's uh, you know, an expert in you know, all things <laughs> microbial, as it were. I have had recent experience with cellular but this might be a little bit out of my wheelhouse I'm also concerned that the doctor might be otherwise occupied treating the captain perhaps you should take a look at it I, I will at least Give it, give it my best effort. All right, Nabok. Very, very important role here. I need you to give me a... And I'll let this be one of two things. This can either be a reason engineering, because, you know, you're still kind of looking at it from the engineering side of things, or it can be a reason medicine. Now, the reason I say that is because both of those are going to be at different difficulty levels. If you do it in engineering, it's a difficulty of five. If you do it in a medicine, it's a difficulty of four. And by my count, you have three momentum and your determination if you need it. Let's do reason and medicine. Okay. Let's use a momentum to buy an extra die. 
Okay. Um, and yeah, emergency medicine doesn't come in here. Yeah, emergency um, medicine wouldn't help here, unfortunately. If it's difficulty four, I don't know if you'd be able to get it with three dice. You'd need to crit. That's true. Good determination. That is always an option. Yes, I will do um, the crew working together gets everything done. Starting oh, with two free successes. Very nice. Since I'm working with. Which would then make the third dice cost two momentum. Well, let's do it anyway. So. Okay, here we go. So that's a costume roll right there. That's a, that's a success, but with a complication. So I have good news and bad news. What do you want first? Let's hear the good news first and then see what disaster happens. Good news. You actually think you have a working theory as to why this is happening. It seems that the microbial life forms are inadvertently causing a signal that is very similar to an emergency beacon, which would sort of mandate a transporter beam it up. So you have at least a working theory as to why this is happening. The bad news is that, remember how I said shouldn't earlier? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The computer core is the only place you're going to be able to not only purge the problem, but also begin to get rid of the problem, if that makes any sense. Yep. But as a reminder, almost the entire computer core space is filled with nebulous gas right now. Well, um, Doctor, I seem to have figured at least part of the problem out, or, well, the cause. Um, the the life forms that you detected apparently are emitting a sort of uh, subspace signal that is registering on our communications band as an emergency beam out request. And the computer has a system in place to do that automatically in certain situations, and it appears to be triggering that s- specific algorithm uh, uh, subsystem. But... Um, Unfortunately, uh, the only way to solve the problem, I mean, obviously we've turned off the transporters, so we're not getting any more, um, but the only way to solve the issue permanently is to uh, purge the computer core. And to do that, we need to be in the computer core, which is currently the focal point of all of the gas and microorganisms well chief I, I have full confidence in your ability to modify an environmental suit in order to penetrate the computer core and effect repairs but I, this is truly unprecedented are you saying that these creatures have devised through natural means some way of communicating via subspace that's an unprecedented discovery I've it, it is rather amazing. Yes, Doctor, I agree. It's just somewhat startling that it's this specific frequency. But but I share your excitement. I 
I don't mean to seem dismissive. It's just, it's more of the, now we have to enter the computer core. How are we going to do this? Of course, uh, there is a threat to the ship, but this is precisely why we're aboard the vessel in the first place. Yes, it's quite exciting that we have found something like this. Um, She'll turn to Lieutenant Lieutenant Commander Troll. Do you have orders, Lieutenant Commander, course of action? As the Chief said, the only way to rectify this situation is to purge the computer core from the computer core. As you said, we'll need the EVA suits just to get in there with the current influx of the nebulous gases. I'm wondering now, though, with this revelation that the frequency is what's the cause of this I'm wondering if there would be some way for us to maybe decipher this frequency maybe some way to actually translate if they're trying to make communication I do quite like that idea. I'm not sure how quickly we can do it, but we I can at least, if, doctor, if you would care to make an attempt, I can see if the rest of the science and engineering departments can get with us on part of that so that we can have them at least starting on some of that as we also work on a method to enter the computer core before it completely um, mm-hmm melts from the inside it would seem then we have three tasks that are quite well suited to each of our respective skill sets lieutenant commander we still have no idea where this initial malignant program came from perhaps you can begin an investigation into that matter if somebody's actively working against our attempts to save the ship then obviously we should try to forestall any of their efforts i can begin working on a modification to the communication systems to see if we can engage with these microbial life forms and not that I mean to suggest that I know how you should go about your business Cobb but you can try to find some way to enter the computer core I can I can try All right, so I think I just need to know who wants to go first. I'll go first. Okay. So what is it you want to do specifically, and are you wanting to go anywhere in particular to accomplish it? Like, are you going to go back to the bridge to look at logs? Are you going to be going to a security station and looking at sensor readings there? You know, what is what is your plan of attack here? I think that Troll would head to the primary security center on the ship okay try and look back through logs to try and identify that initial worm in the computer system Mm -hmm. and then from there see if there's anything actively working adjacent to that all right So I'm going to give you an option, as I give everybody an option at this sort of situation. This can either be an extended task, or it can be a high-difficulty single task. 
Now, of course, the benefit of an extended task is it's a little bit easier, but the downside is, is it takes more time. So depending on how you want to approach this, time may be something you want to consider. I think I'll go for the high difficulty. Okay. Then for you, you're going to be doing me a control and a security. The difficulty will be a five, and I'm going to say the complication range will be an 18 to 20. I am going to tap one of my values. Okay. I think if I can convince you on listen to what is not spoken as well as what is, I'm looking for something we already know has been in the system. Mm-hmm. And trying to see if there's, you know, anything that isn't standing out initially as much, but might be working along the same road. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'd let it happen. So I'll get you two free successes to start, and uh, there's difficulty five, and you only have one momentum at the moment, so you might have to give me some threat. Let's see. How much threat would I need to give you to roll full dice? Full dice would be one momentum for threat. I think I will go ahead and do that. All right. So it shall be. And investigation focus. Would definitely apply here. <laughs> Look at that. You nail it. Well, we, we don't count the last one, but still that is six. I think that's eight successes. So you get three momentum back. Very, very nice. So I'm debating whether to whisper this to you or not. Now nah, we'll just do it in the public. So Trawl, based on your not only experience with security, but with your background as a, um, a long-lived species, shall we say, <laughs> you're noticing that there's a pattern here, and it's a pattern you've seen before. It's a pattern you haven't seen for hundreds of years but it's a pattern all the same specifically an old Romulan pattern Romulans this does not bode well But I will also offer you a devil's deal if you give me two momentum to create the advantage that you have accurate sensor logs at the moment, I may provide you an additional point of information. The only reason I'm having you spend two instead of one is because it would be a deliberate advantage which could help the others. I think that it would be worth spending the two for that. Okay. Then Troll, you have accurate sensor readings of the computer core. There's somebody in there, and that someone has a Romulan biosign. Draw to Nabok. Does not go through. You tap your comm badge, and Nabok is out of communication. I think with that knowledge, not getting any communication, Draw is going to go get a Type 3 phaser from the armory. Okay. And then go to get an EV suit. Right. 
So let's go to I think I think thematically Nabok, you're up next here. So, Nabok, as you suit up and step into the computer core, you know, I'm not going to throw a bunch of nebulous gas on the map, but if you will just imagine that the large cylinders that contain all the isolinear chips and the support structure for the computers, they are enveloped by flickering force fields that are being beset and almost attacked by the swirling fluidic gas. Fluidic gas, you know what I mean. Um... But it's also something where you're seeing signs that someone's been here recently. You're seeing panels that have been pulled off. You're seeing junction points that have been left in disarray. And in general, you're just getting a vibe of unease out of this entire situation. I think that at this point, I would reach for my combat, but I'm mm-hmm. going to guess it doesn't work. Does not work, correct. Okay. Well, that's disconcerting. Um, and I don't think there's any weapons in here. It's, it's the computer core, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll. Seeing as it's urgent to uh, fix this, um, I'm going to go to where I need to to begin uh, venting the gas, purging it, and uh, but also but be watchful for movement of the humanoid nature because i don't think microbes can tear out panels like that go ahead and roll me an insight security difficulty of two and if you have observation as a focus i'd give it to you Uh, no okay so yeah insight security difficulty two nope yeah that's a whole lot of no so i think what's going to happen then nabok is you're going to walk or you're going to climb a ladder to get up onto the second level of the core. And right as you peek your helmet up, you know, and start to look around, you feel something very heavy uh, sort of push against the back of your helmet along with a voice that says, don't move. Do I recognize the voice at all? You actually do not. No. All right. I'm not moving. Who are you? Who I am doesn't matter. What matters is how you found me. To find you would in imply that I was looking for you. Don't play coy with me, Starfleet. I know that my operation here would only last but so long. So how did you do it? I thought I covered my tracks rather well. I came in here to purge a computer core breach. And I think you're going to hear like a huff, like a, they're not doing what I want them to do kind of emotion. And uh, you hear a high-pitched whine beginning to come from the back of whatever's pushed against your helmet. Now, what I would say here is that, Trawl, you could spend a momentum and threat to now enter the scene. But you're only going to get one action once you enter the scene. And the same thing goes for you, Nabok. You only get one action before this malicious actor opens fire. You're also muted there, Alex. I think if everyone's okay with me spending the momentum and threat to enter, I will. Okay. Appreciate the help. <laughs> Nabok is not going to object. Uh, you don't know. He might want to handle 
was himself. I mean, you know, the hole in my EVA helmet. <laughs> So, walking in, what would Dural see? The door would open, and you would see that there is someone in a Romulan EV suit with your, their helmet visor darkened, and they have a disruptor pistol uh, charging up and pointed at the back of Nabok's head. And as I said, you get one action before their attention flickers from Nabok to you. I think seeing the disruptor pistol already charging to fire, Charles hmm. just going to take a shot with the phaser rifle at maximum stun. Maximum stun, noted. All right, so this is going to be a important role, though I think that goes without saying. It's going to be a control security. Uh, the difficulty on this is going to be a three because there is a chance of hitting Nabok here. Um, normally it would be a two, but I think for this it's appropriate to make it a three. Or, I'll tell you what, I could make it still a two, but the complication range, actually, chat just gave me. Um, Thanks, chat, by the way. Uh, Let's make the complication range a 17 to 20 on this. But a complication will mean you hit Nabok instead of the Romulan. Would it help if I let go of the ladder handle and just dropped? I'll let it happen, yes. And that'll be how it reduces in difficulty to two, but the complication range will stay. Let's go with that then. All right. You also have Dead Eye Marksman, right? I do not. Okay, my mistake. But, uh, of course, we don't have any momentum right now, so I can't use my cautious security. Yep. And I don't think I can use Parental Figure to help you in this instant. I don't think it would make sense. Not quite, unfortunately. I'm well, going to give you fucked. <laughs> I'm going to give you one threat for a third die. Okay. Uh, close quarters combat? Nah, it would have to be energy weapons of some sort. Wish I could do something about it. <clears throat> it's too bad. I don't think I have a focus then. All right. Oh. So, as I said... Complication does mean you hit in a box, but you also did succeed here. So I need you to roll me the challenge dice, full challenge dice, and then Nabok, you're going to minus two off of whatever he rolls because you're in an EV suit. Okay. So for the type three, I think I'm rolling nine total. Yeah, you're rolling nine. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Um, well, yeah, okay, that's that's um, mm. I mean, it's a good role, but you are aware that Nabok only has nine stress, nine <laughs> stress, yeah, might not be a problem much longer. <laughs> okay, ouch. So, good news. You do hit the Romulan, and the Romulan goes down hard. Bad news, you clip Nabok, and as he plummets down the ladder, you just hear a sickening crunch. And Nabok is unconscious, unfortunately. As is the Romulan. But Nabok is probably your bigger concern. Yeah, Yay. I would say so. 
I don't have yeah. my soundboard up where I play the confetti noise. Oh, right. <laughs> that would be appropriate. Uh. But I also do have further good news. I mean, now that you're in here, Troll, you could purge the computer system and do what Nabok came in here to do. But there's a chance that Nabok or the Romulan could get worse. From here, can I initiate an emergency medical transport for Nabok? You have to deal with the gases first because they're causing an ionic effect, which is disrupting the transport in. Or sorry, transport out. In is no problem. Out, there's the problem. I need to deal with the gas then because I do not have any skill with medicine whatsoever. All right. Important role. You're going to be doing me a daring in engineering. I'm only going to make the difficulty a two because this is technically a somewhat re uh, routine thing to do. But you definitely want to pass this one is what I would say. Now, you can attempt this multiple times if you do fail. But every time you fail or every time you attempt this, I'm going to be rolling two challenge dice. One for Nabok, one for the Romulan. And if I roll an effect on their respective die, their condition worsens. I would like to challenge one of my values. Sure, what you got? Embrace time as an old, long-lost friend. Mm -hmm. I don't have the time to play around with this if it means it could cost Nabok his life. Okay, fair enough. And chat did just give us a momentum. Hey, look at that. Chat did give you momentum. Very nice. Thank you, chat. Nabok thanks you. Or he Very would have unconscious. Yeah. Now, what I would tell you is that if you still have momentum by the time this roll is concluded, you can spend the momentum to, for at least one turn, get rid of the Nabok challenge dice. So I would only be rolling for the Romulan. I'm just going to roll my two dice because I have the two successes from Don't roll, don't roll 20. Don't, don't roll 20s. That's all you have to do. See, if I do that now, it's on you. Mm, fair. Would Starship Construction possibly... I mean, technically, yeah. I, I think it would apply. Alright, hey, that's that's momentum back. So yeah, Troll, you very quickly purge the environmental systems around the computer core. You more or less see the gas being vented out through the environmental systems very rapidly. And after a moment, you can beam Nabok emergency right to sickbay. I think I'll beam Nabok emergency to sickbay and then beam the Romulan to the brig. Okay. Are you going to inspect the Romulan before beaming them out is the question. Yes. So as you come up to the visor, what you see is the spitting image of the captain. And it is at this point that, Hex, if you would like to reprise your role here, you're waking up from a very, very bad headache. But again, you're Romulan you, not you you. Of course. What the hell was that? Oh. You. Captain? <clears throat> yes, uh, 
sorry about that. Um, the um, I'm not feeling very well. I must have gotten into the suit. Uh, can you can you take me back to sick bay? Terrell to sick bay. Sick bay here. Go ahead. We just got in the box. We're doing our best we can for him. Is the captain still there? Well, yes, yeah, she hasn't left ever since we brought her here. Why? Right, you know, at, that, at that point, at that point, uh, uh, Romulan captain will try to like sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> and, well, let me ask: Do you uh, want to go for a Kirk fist punch, or do you want to go for like a Kirk sweep the leg? Because it's a very important thing to distinguish. Oh, the Kirk sweep the leg. Kirk sweep the leg. leg. All right, so um, I'd like you to roll me. I'm going to give you threat here. Roll three d twenty. And okay. I'll let you know what your success is, and then we'll see what Troll has to roll against. Three d20, you said. Correct. Okay. All right. There we go. So, good news, Troll. You only have to beat one success, which means I need to see two successes on a daring security. And close I'm... quarters would apply here. And I'm also going to spend one momentum for my cautious security in case I need it. All right. I'm sure you'll be fine. I mean, what's the worst that can happen, right? You know? There's no way you could roll three complications. Well, you, you, you got your two. That's what matters. That's what matters. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, Kaya, you go in for Kirk sweep the leg and Troll. How do you respond? Do you, like, do your own sweep the leg? Do you kind of... You know, Kirk punch them. You know, what what is your actual attack that will land in comparison to the not captain? I think as the not captain goes to sleep the leg with the phaser rifle, flip it around and just headbutt, smash the butt of the rifle into the helmet. All right. So I need you to roll me unarmed damage, and that would be six challenge dice for you, I believe. All right, unfortunately, that is not enough. So you would have to spend a momentum to reroll those three zeros if you wanted a chance at putting her down. Kill me. I think, can I spend one momentum and one threat, create advantage, taking my combat, slapping it on the Romulan's EV suit, mm -hmm. emergency transport to the brig. I'll let it happen. So, not Kaya, you're going to beam away. And after a moment, Ensign Rouge will report, um, sir, we have the captain in the brig. Is is there a mutiny going on, sir? Is there something I should know? It's not the captain. It's Romulan. We'll oh. figure out what's going on shortly. Um, I guess that kind of explains why she's in a Romulan suit. I thought it was just like Halloween or something. Just stay on your guard. Uh, yes, sir. I'll grab another phaser just in case I have to throw my first one. Grab somebody who has better aim than you. I already did that, sir. <laughs> they also have acquired extra phasers in case we need to throw them. Literally anyone. Anyone on the ship <laughs> other than you. All right. I'll be there shortly. Right. So... I know we said that we weren't going to go particularly late tonight, but here's where we stand. I think there is maybe about an hour and 30 minutes left in the session. 
And I think it would maybe be a little bit cooler if I was able to conference with Kaya, quote unquote, a little bit more. Um, so would you guys mind making this a two-parter or would you like to continue on? I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really be able to go to one. Okay, then let us make that the two-parter. All right. So, uh, what are you guys thinking so far? I mean, obviously this isn't the end of the adventure, but uh, what's going through your heads? Uh, well, what are you thinking? I like that twist. Didn't really see that one coming. Mm-hmm. So, I'm intrigued okay. by the mystery. As am I. Yeah, it was one of those things where, you know, I, I already knew the captain was going to take a backseat, but once their B-plot was introduced, I had to sort of work it into the story, which was interesting. It kept me on my toes. Um, but yeah, it's I think it'll be very interesting. All right. Well, uh, YouTube, this is where we're going to say goodbye, but Twitch stick around because we're going to raid somebody, hopefully.